Okay, so uh, what was the next step, step then? Yeah, because definitely yoga is something that has, you know, it is a pillar of... of it's a big pillar of Everything me. that's kind of blossomed into who you are on a I mean, moment-to-moment basis now. So the next step are a big... Like you, guess, kept, you kept going deeper. I kept going deeper. Um, and eventually I was introduced to Rachel Brayton. Um, I actually was introduced to her through her book. Formally known as... Or, Yoga Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and formally as in like, it's the formal, she goes by Yoga Girl, right? Yeah. Formal? Yeah. That's uh, yeah. That's what she's known <laughs> Not as. Not former, yeah. formal. That's what she's known as. Um, I I remember I was like, I was in um, Barnes & Noble one day. This is another thing about me that I used to do, and I still actually do love to do this. I would literally go to Borders or Barnes & Noble for fun and just literally walk around. For and- Fun. Walk around and look at the books and maybe buy some, but maybe not. Like, hey. that was literally just fun for me. And that was like back in, that was like 19 year old Ames and yeah. now 32 year old Ames. What did we do when we first got the Moab yesterday? We went to the local bookstore and just walked around. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I still love doing that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was, it was one of those days in Barnes and Noble in Cool Springs and I saw this book. Like, I was obviously very into yoga at this time and I saw this book called Yoga Girl. And it had Rachel on the cover doing like a handstand on the beach. And I was just like, huh, yoga girl. I was like, I like yoga. I'm a girl. Maybe I should read this. No, I don't know. If something... I was going to say, I'm a, I like yoga. I like girls. I'm like, yeah. whoa. I do like girls. Okay. Yeah. It's just something like, I don't know, something drew me to it. And, I, and like, but this happened, you know, frequently. Like I'd see a book, feel drawn to it and just buy it. Right. Um, so it wasn't that out of the ordinary for me, but I bought it and I read it and... I just fell in love with the way she wrote. At that point, you know, she was writing just about her life, really. And I fell in love with the way she lived her life and who she was. Um, There's also a lot of informational yoga stuff in there, too, sprinkled in there. Um, And so then I was like, huh, I think I should, like, look her up on Instagram or something. Mm -hmm. Looked her up on Instagram. Come to find out she's a very (laughs) well-known yoga world. Um, and so I started following well, she's got her own book <laughs> books at this point started following her um, and really from there on out she was she was just a really big influence in my life and a really like teacher from afar at that point mm-hmm. um, I just feel like we aligned on a lot of things I really just enjoyed watching her live her life and then also like just following her journey I guess yeah. as you do with people on Instagram sometimes. Yes. You watch their lives from afar. Um, she, at that time, had her own yoga studio in Aruba. And another thing that I love is the beach and islands. I've always said at some point in my life, I think I'm going to live on an island. Um, I'm always very drawn to that lifestyle. And so I just thought that was so cool. She owned her own yoga studio on the island of Aruba. Like, wow, what a dream. And then I just also really, I just liked her, you know, like I was very drawn to her. And so eventually I realized she does yoga teacher trainings. Like Mm. I could go down to Aruba to her studio and learn and become certified to be a yoga teacher. Like Mm. how cool is that? But it felt like a very far off dream. Like, of course, if I now in hindsight, I'm like, yes, that fits right into the path I was going. But at the time it felt really big. When did it come about? So, yeah, spoiler alert, you ended up going to Aruba. You went to Aruba and you trained under Rachel Brayton. Yes. Uh, But 
so I mean, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But so like, how did the point where you actually wanted to undergo this training? And then, yeah, even though you were connected to her, how did you choose Aruba as like in this experience as what you wanted to do for your training and your mm-hmm. practice? I mean, learning how to teach kind of just naturally felt like the next step. Um, you know, at that point, I don't know if my yoga practice, like maybe it had kind of stalled a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I had, we bought, we were really excited. We bought the books. I read all the books. I now had my own home practice enough to where I felt like I could teach someone else if they didn't mm. know what to do. Um, and so, I don't know, becoming certified to teach really felt like right like that felt like the next step, the next step. I'd kind of stalled out, I guess, maybe a little or plateaued. Yeah. Um, and of course she was her teach learning under her was always like the dream and like in the back of my mind, but it, yeah, it felt really big. Cause of course there's local studios I could get certified from. Like yeah. I looked into Shakti's program. Um, I looked into, once we moved to Denver, um, our yoga studio that we loved there was kindness yoga. I looked into their teacher program. Um, but I just never, I never really jumped on it. And the more it just felt like a really big deal. And I felt like it was something I didn't want to settle on. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of was just like, if I'm going to do it, I think I want to go all out and I want to go somewhere. I want to learn under I mean, like, I love those studios and, like, would trust the people I'm learning under, but, like, I wanted to learn under Rachel. Right. Um, and now, in hindsight, too, I do like just kind of logistically the immersive experience. Um, if I had done it in Denver or Nashville, it would have been, like, a weekend thing. So, like, on the weekends, I'd go learn yoga, and then during the week, I'd work. Normal week. Do whatever yeah. I do. But with Aruba, it was all immersive. Like you were down, the training was 23 days. 23 days, one trip in Aruba, Every living on the island. Every day islands. you are learning. I guess we had two days off in those 23 days, but you're down there, you are learning. Um, so that also kind of just appealed to me too. It's kind of like, it just felt very all or nothing. I mean, I, I remember getting to the point where you like really wanted to look into and pursue, yeah, a yoga teacher training mm-hmm. which i still i have never done the yoga teacher training but it almost feels like you know you're saying you plateaued in your practice i feel like teacher training almost teaches you how to be an ultimate a deeper student an rather than student. yeah the yeah. ultimate student it should be yeah. yoga student training yeah but like i totally get where it's like you felt like on your own you kind of plateaued and mm-hmm. so yeah that next step is where you know it's still intriguing to me to do it maybe one day but yeah it just feels like you immerse yourself as a student mm-hmm. and you are now just an ultimate student for yoga but i remember when you started talking about like wanting to pursue this and then you know we knew that i knew that you loved rachel and mm-hmm. like it just felt like okay if you're, you're gonna do this like it's already lined up for you like this is how you have to do it i mean you pushed me to do it <laughs> i remember i remember the night i don't know if you remember i think i remember though i had a lot of champagne in me yes. if i remember correctly <laughs> you had some liquid courage not like you needed to, pr- to push no. you uh yeah we were in oregon and i remember i don't know i guess i don't know if i brought it up we were talking about it and yeah. you were just like you just need to do it you were like you should just do it and i was like really like it, just, it <laughs> felt you know all the excuses too expensive like too long of a time to be gone it would have been the longest time we had by far ever oh, been apart yeah. 23 days i was down there for 25 yeah so shit t- it's almost <laughs> a full month time. yeah okay um, yeah just have those two extra vacation days i mean yeah it's obviously much more of a life disruptor than just doing it at a studio On the weekends, in denver yeah um and so yeah like of course i let all those excuses 
stop me many, many times. But yes, you literally, that one night in Oregon, you were just like, Amy, do it. Like, you should do it. Like, you literally telling me to do it. And I was just like, okay. Yeah. I'm going to do it. I kind of remember just being like, I think you're, you are doing it. Like, yeah. you're going to do it. <laughs> like, like, this, you, it feels aligned. It feels right for you. It feels like... I know. It didn't feel like a stretch or a push on your on the journey I've seen you go on. It was like, this, this feels like the right and only path for Amy to pursue this. It felt very much like a... Um, cli- I mean, it was a climax of my life. Mm. You know, like, a lot led up to it. It was... Oh, it was, it was just beautiful, the whole journey. And, like, I would not – there are – I think that, you know, people say, I wouldn't be who I – you can't be who you are without having been what you were. And, like, right. there are lots of little things like that. But there are only, I think, a few big things in your life that really read – or that – I don't know if redirect is even the right word, but just, like, really are – like, to go to your word, a pillar of who you yes. are. And that journey – in Aruba for that teacher training, 25 days, didn't know a single soul, but 52 other women from 18 different countries all around the world. We just flew there for this training, the sisterhood. I mean, just everything about it. I would not be who I am today without it. Uh There's no doubt in my mind at all. Like it was a huge climax or pillar of my life. And it's something, it's an experience I continue to carry with me every Mm -hmm. second of every day. Wow. It lives outside of space and time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And and I feel like, I mean, that was still a crazy time because you did it kind of end of 2019. Right? It was October and November of 2019. Yes. and It then, was right before the pandemic. Right before the pandemic, right before we bought the van to live into. So this happened and I still feel like we are, I mean, like, I know it's happened and we're years removed from you actually going, but... Yeah. It still feels like both of us sometimes go back and are still processing that time. It's like, holy shit, you were gone for 25 days. Do you know that? In Aruba. Yeah. I was just by myself in the cold-ass Denver. (laughs) In the the cold-ass Denver. The cold-ass Denver. I mean, there are so many things about that experience that when I, like, really sit and think on, I'm like, wow, it was always always meant to happen that way. Like, Like you said, the pandemic, I mean, Rachel has not done... A teacher training since then. That was the last one she's done. Yes. Yeah. Since or that was to the last this one date. She's done to this date. So like, she doesn't I even live in Aruba anymore. She, she doesn't even live. So I don't even know if I would have had the opportunity yeah. again. Like I would have just found someone else. Which, if that's what was supposed to happen, it's what would have happened. It would have been great. I mean, but... hindsight makes this look more and more like aligned with what was supposed to happen. Without mm-hmm. with the next events that started happening to us, it was like that was the opportunity, and mm-hmm. you took it and. You helped push me. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That's what partners do. We push each other. You push me to some stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think it was, was I I remember being so excited for you when you kind of like, I know you had like talked about like, okay, like throwing it out. Like, what if you would go, but I almost feel like you yourself were the holding back factor, like Mm -hmm. of like, well, I don't really have to go that far to do this kind of training if the goal is to be a certified yoga teacher i don't have to go that big right and i think i heard it enough where i was like no you're going to aruba (laughs) like you are you little lady we're gonna get your little ass on and go stop talking about okay (laughs) yeah stop talking about that you're doing it and i remember like when that did like it just hit you and you're like i am doing it this is gonna happen and then i mean holy shit i wasn't i wasn't experienced that on the island with you but i am experiencing it through who, yeah, who it's changed you to be in everyday life. 
And I, I, I can definitely, I would think if one person were to ask me, like, what is that pil- a pillar of Amy's mm-hmm. life, my partner's life, I would say her trip to Aruba is mm-hmm. something that I think, yeah, I probably fix you daily, for like quarterly of the day, you know, <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner It is with you. I remember when I got back from Aruba um, and landed in the Denver airport mm-hmm. and you were there to pick me up. Um, and you actually went in, you parked and went in, which yes. we do not normally do. Normally it's just a little drive-by pickup, but you parked and were in the airport waiting for me. When I came up the escalator, we just hugged each other and we wept <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't talk to each other for like the first hour. I was going to say two hours. Yeah. Yes. I, like literally, I remember seeing you finally come up the escalator mm-hmm. from that time and like, you know, we both like walked to each other and just like no words came out, mm, just, <laughs> just tears. tears. Yeah. And then like the longest hug ever. And then still, once we were able to like finally separate from that hug, mm-hmm. still just more tears and just like we, no words. Like neither speak. of us wanted to talk. No, like we couldn't speak. or could talk. I remember we like we walked to baggage claim just in silence, but like holding each other's, looking at each other, smiling, weeping still. I got my bag. We got in the Jeep. People probably thought you had just returned from war or something. (laughs) We got in the Jeep and like still we like were not talking. It wasn't until we were like driving on the interstate. And I remember you were like, so do you want to go home or do you want to get something to eat? (laughs) (laughs) Because I was also pretty hungry, you know, probably. So we went, we went and got food and still just like. Probably wholesale. Is that what we got? No, we got Vital Root actually. Oh, nice. That's what you were You let me pick and I picked Vital Root. Dang. Um, But yeah, still just no words. It just. I think we both, we just both knew how impactful and beautiful that experience was. Of course, I knew because I experienced it, but, like, I love how you're saying, like, you've experienced it through me, and I think you felt it then. Yeah, even though I will never be able to, you know, hear of all the physical moments day mm-hmm. in and day out, I feel like I've experienced the impact it's mm-hmm. had on you and who it shaped you to be. Well, I really appreciate you as a partner just the way you supported and held me and gave me that space to do that. Like, that's a very big deal. And I really appreciate you all ask all the roles you played in that experience. You know, you were house sitter, dog, dog sitter, sitter yes. guest entertainer. Oh yeah. We had, we had, had so many three guests. or four different people come and stay with me in that 25 day span. So honestly it went by really fast for me, <laughs> but, <laughs> but just I don't, everything from you, literally telling me I was not just encouraging telling me I was gonna go and then also just all leading up to it and during it you were just so supportive and so encouraging and so excited like feeling you be excited for me I that's a that's a feeling you don't feel very often for someone to be like Mm. really deeply excited for you you know but I felt that from you and that's really special and I really appreciate that well, you're welcome. But this podcast isn't about me. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, I just think I saw how al- aligned it was with your heart and not just who you were at that moment, but who you wanted to be. And I know it would just like fit perfectly into the mosaic of who Amy is becoming, who Amy was and who Amy is. Uh, and so that was really cool. But so like when you think back on that time, I mean, 25 days, there's like innumerable experiences Mm -hmm. and moments Mm -hmm. but like what are just like when you think as a whole what are just some mountaintop moments from that that you're like that is like i know the whole thing was Mm -hmm. life-changing but what was something that were like that really hit you or switched something deep inside of you or like opened up new lights Mm -hmm. 
I mean, shoot, there's the first thing actually that comes to mind is the series of dynamic meditations that we did, <laughs> um, which if you're not familiar with the dynamic meditation, it's obviously a moving meditation dynamic, but um, it's an hour long and it's divided into, um, I can't remember the minute increments now, but it's divided into different sections, um, which include uh, like a pranayamic breathing ex exercise where you're rapidly inhaling and exhaling and literally like moving your body like an accordion, you uh -huh. know, like rapidly. Yes. Like for 10 minutes you do that and you're standing Whew. and another piece, you're blindfolded. Um, you're blindfolded, just standing in a room. You do that for 10 minutes. Um, the next 10 minutes you hold your arms up in the air and you jump up and down on your feet and you say, huh, huh. wow. These 10 minutes sound way more intense than 10 with Jen. It's intense. <laughs> they are intense. Um, and then the next 10 minutes, or this might be longer. I can't remember. This is where the timing gets off for me. But well, I mean, after those 20 minutes, yeah, you probably have no idea exhausted. what time it is. You yeah. are exhausted. <laughs> I believe it. The next section, you stop jumping and hooing and you just stand there. Hooing. And just stand there with your arms up. Wow. Just still with your arms up. And then the last section... You let your arms fall and you just allow yourself to just like move throughout the room. Like some people dance, some people are just flowing, some people are just walking. But once again, you're blindfolded the uh, whole time. You're is in a there room. music or ambiance? Yes, there is. And the whole thing's an hour. There is um, a certain music that is played in the background and it uh, like tells you when to change oh, right. um, sections, uh -huh. I guess, or go on to the next activity. Um it's the dynamic meditation by Osho. Like you can find it on Spotify. Um, and so, yeah, we did three, maybe four of those in the 25 or 23 days. Those were the most powerful, like, like single they practices were you guys did mountaintop, but like valley. <laughs> whole, yes. Valley at the same uh, yes, time. All I mean, encompassing. You are, I mean, like, yeah, it was, it was a lot, but it was the most, one of the most healing, one of the mm -hmm. most like clarity bringing energy moving processing tools I've ever experienced. I remember um, you telling me about these. I think I, we only briefly talked like mm -hmm. once or twice over the course of 25 days. Oh, while I was there. Yeah. While you were there. Mm -hmm. We FaceTimed, I think twice. But that was kind of it. Yeah. I mean, and. I think intentionally also too, we wanted like, you know, you were going on this journey that I was not going to be able to fathom at all. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, almost like we wanted you to have full immersion to where, mm -hmm. you know, we'll check in. I think it still took us like two weeks before we finally like, we're like, okay, we should like FaceTime and just like, yeah. kept, you know, check in a little bit. I think I remember you telling me that first time about the mm -hmm. dynamic meditations and just how impactful they were being and, and hard too. Cause I, I think I remember they were also always early in the morning. Oh yes. They're always at sunrise. Yes. Yeah. It is at sunrise. Um, yeah. It's one of those things where it's, we dreaded it, but also you knew like it's going to do some shit. So did you know when they were like scheduled they would tell us the day before, literally the night okay. before. Did you, did, was, uh, was there a day-to-day -day schedule or was it yeah. also kind of free no, flow? Yes. Very dated, like everything was very scheduled, had to be, um, with, you know, 52 women Yeah, yeah, yeah. in this 
you know, in the school, essentially. Yeah, it was very scheduled. Okay. Um, and there were, like, two different types of scheduled days. One was dynamic scheduled day, and then the other was non-dynamic scheduled day. But, yeah, everything was all the meals, all the classes, everything was very scheduled. We had two off days where we could, like, explore the island right. and do what we wanted. Um, but other than that, very scheduled. Okay. Basically from, I mean, if it was a dynamic day, it'd be, like, from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m., if it was a non-dynamic day, it was from like eight to eight. Yeah, oh, I I remember also a reason we didn't talk that much is because you were pretty much physically <laughs> worn out. Bit yeah. one busy, and then by the time you weren't busy, you were busy trying to get sleep to do it again. I remember the at next the end day. of the day, that was I feel like, like a yoga I, boot camp. Yeah, I feel like at the end of the day, I would send you like a text. I remember like texting yeah. you at the end of every day and just being like, "This is what we did today," or maybe just something that stuck with me from that day and. That was kind of it. We weren't, yeah. like, holding conversation, really. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the dynamic meditations were a big mountaintop and valley. <laughs> um, I would say another thing, and this is a practice that I've just taken with me, and a big thing that Rachel is, like, holds a very high importance, which is another reason I wanted to learn under her, is just the process and idea of sharing. And we practice this a lot in our teacher training, which is you sit with someone you look at each other in the eye and you share. And when the other person is sharing, you listen. Mm -hmm. You don't give advice. You don't tell them what you think they should do or even like comfort them, you know, mm -hmm. even comfort them. You just sit and you just listen and you just let them share what's on their heart. I mean, we would have prompts, of course, but they're always very heartfelt and very heart led. Mm -hmm. Um, but you just sit and you listen and you give them the space to process and to share. And you are just in the space with them, holding it for them. Um, and and then, of course, after you're done with sharing, then you can hug. I think that was the hardest part was not like hugging. Not being able to jump in and like <laughs> yes. interject them with like a support, yes. even like physical support. And like, yes, you do that like at the end, of course. Yeah. But while they're in the middle of sharing and processing, you just hold the space and you listen. And that was very powerful. I mean, even if someone is listening, like even if I'm talking to you and you're listening to me, there's still interjection, right? There's still... Right. Yeah, especially I interject a lot. Well, no, I hear, I saw the finger pointing at me. Yes, I'm an interjector <laughs> It just for good purposes, right? For fun. Yes, for fun. You bring <laughs> I'm the a fun. manipulator of a fun. good time. As was, some would say. That was just a really powerful practice. And it really, I feel like, allowed me to, like, process things on my own. Um, as someone who tends to, like, look to other people. A big, like, a theme in my, in my, a lot of my life has been looking to other people for answers. And other people know more or they know better than me. That was a big learning curve, I feel like, with the sharing was, like, oh, when I really actually have time to sit and share and process, like, I, and like, I appreciate someone holding this space from like, I can kind of come to clarity on my own, mm -hmm. you know? And then it was also this practice of being vulnerable, right? And just like bearing it all out there and just knowing this person is just listening and loving me while I'm in You can in say this whatever. Yeah. 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 You can share whatever. And they are opening, they're accepting, listening. Yeah. So yeah. all, all that was very powerful. All the powerful. things you embody. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> all that was very powerful. And like, those were big reasons. I knew that this specific teacher training was like, this is not a common thing in all teacher trainings. I knew it was right. going to incorporate pieces like this and that those were important to me. And so. I think they've definitely cool. carried with you. Like Thanks. you're that, I mean, I know you said you were already like prone to listening before mm -hmm. that, but 
I think I think you really learned about like you already had the awareness that you were a good listener, but that almost made it gave you just such a like a purpose behind it too, like seeing and feeling what it did in that capacity. And now, yeah, you came back and you know it feels like yeah, you're only 25 days older than when I last saw you, <laughs> but your soul and your self awareness had you know it was timeless age. It was full of wisdom and knowledge and yeah, just self awareness that I hadn't seen before. Mm. Thanks. And I, yeah, hearing you say that, I'm like, I see that in your listing now. Like, even just honestly through the podcast, where when we talk, you know, out off the mic, <laughs> do we talk off the we, mic? We sometimes we don't, but when we talk <laughs> off the mic, I can just see like you're an intentional, open, and accepting listener. And like, it's it's not just it's already natural in who you are, but then your your a lot of your purpose and intention is is tied up in it too. Thanks. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. <laughs> Wow. I mean, I still, it's like, I don't think we'll talk about it till you die. And I don't think I'll ever yeah. learn everything that I mean, happened same. in Aruba. Same. Like, I think for me too, it continues like to show up in my life in different ways. I'm like, oh, that's, that's an Aruba effect or yeah. something, you know, like Ooh, the Aruba effect. Yes. I think it's something I'm always going to be unfolding or unraveling, right. you know, throughout my life. And are there any other moments that you attribute to the Aruba effect and who you are now? <laughs> Um, you mentioned the dynamic meditations mm -hmm. and the sharings, which I'm like, yes, even you saying that, I'm like, that, yeah. yes, I see them in who you are. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe. I'm sure, yes, <laughs> but that's all that I can come up with right now. Yeah. Wow. So now, I mean, yeah, coming back to shores, to American to soil, shores, yeah. to shores, to yes. American soil after that. And then... Uh, with the next year we started the podcast, so everyone knows what's happened since yeah, then, right? So we're all so, caught up. Yeah, all no. right, cool. <laughs> we're all caught up maybe in physical of where you've been. Yeah. Which was the first question mm -hmm. in the podcast. Where are you? So go well, back and listen that. to the podcast to find out where Amy's been physically <laughs> from when she got back to Aruba till now. All the episodes. But other than that, how now on the on the post side of mm -hmm. being, you know, quote unquote a certified yoga teacher, but ultimately being, you know, a master student. And going through this experience in this fully immersive, just timeless, I don't know, portal where you, I don't, you know, you had these experiences that will just last lifetimes. Like how has that shaped your yoga practice now going forward? Oh man. Like especially it's, in the last few years. It's made it a lot, a lot, lot less about the physical parts. Uh -huh. A lot <laughs> it's less. It's like almost flipped exactly at 180 I mean, from what we started. Yeah. I mean, and this... I mean, I've wondered too, though, if this has just come as I've gotten older, just kidding, but, um, I feel like before the teacher training, I was very big into like, if I'm going to take a yoga class, like I want to go an hour, uh -huh. I want to sweat. I want to be exhausted by like, I want to do all the chaturangas. Like I, I viewed it as a, like, I didn't only view it as a workout, but that was a big part of it. I think post teacher training and now just in my practice that is like one of the least parts of it <laughs> like it's about really it's about just i mean yoga the word itself means union mm -hmm. right and so i think now it's just about getting back to that union whether it's with myself with the earth with those around me with my breath whether it's just connecting my breath with my movement like it's a lot more simple i guess uh -huh. now i think before the teacher training, it was very, um, yeah, very like 
workout based yeah, yeah, almost. Yeah. Or you had to be doing it for a reason yes. or something. Yeah. And like it was almost a means to an end of yeah. sorts. And now it's just the end. The end. Like it, it just is. Which isn't because it's just a journey. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's changed in that like, I guess maybe my motivations might be different from day to day. It's not just to get a workout, even though I do still love like a sh- good strength building yoga class. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. But also it's... Oh, I won't. It's I, won't. Just I know like you a, like that strength oh, I f- building. <laughs> I feel off today. I'm going to go do some yoga. Right. Or even just a physical, man, like my hips are really tight. I'm going to go do some yoga. Or I want to wind down before going to bed. I'm going to do some yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's become, I guess, a wider, I have a wider like view on it, I guess. Mm-hmm. The physical part, for right, sure. Right, right. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So how has your experience and training and all this led to you sharing your practice now? Yes. So I do have, I mean, I started a YouTube channel. I think I actually started it during quarantine. Yeah, it was. It was during quarantine. (laughs) You did. Um, Because, yeah, I knew I enjoy teaching or I just enjoy I just enjoy sharing the practice of yoga with people. Mm-hmm. And of course, at this point in my life, I now know that from personal experience, but then also like I've paid to learn how to do that, you know, <laughs> from my certification standpoint. And so well, and also, I mean, I see it in the daily that people don't see of you maintaining your own yoga practice mm-hmm. and also maintaining yoga practice where you teach yourself, you know, you are your own student, you develop your own practices and your own flows. And you've been doing that for years, (laughs) you know, it's not just something where you're like, Oh, you know, now that I have the certification, I am a teacher now. Like I can teach people. It's like, you've been teaching and learning from yourself for years already. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, so yeah, I started a YouTube channel, uh, in 2020 (laughs) and yeah, as of now I'm putting out a new class every week on Sundays, um, and it's been really, really cool and really fun, honestly, to create these classes, and um, they're very, very approachable, and when they're not approachable, I bring you in to be a modifier. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm the one being like, uh, we just did 100 twists in that yoga practice. <laughs> there was. I don't think physically I can do that. <laughs> there was one yoga practice that I created and i like practiced with it on you and at the end you're like yeah that was way too many times <laughs> so sometimes you have to run things by you but um yeah it's been it's been really cool and really fun and really good at keeping me disciplined too you know like which i mean like you need help keeping yourself disciplined <laughs> with something like that yes i mean it's still like i do love like teaching and creating classes but i don't there's still that like I have to make myself do it, you know, yeah. like, I don't know. There's still that piece that's like, it's it's one of those things where like, yeah, when you're done, you're so glad you did it. But sometimes starting, not always, but sometimes starting can be like a challenge. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, it, I, I know what you're saying, mm-hmm. but uh, I think you've done a really good job of it. And I just like, I mean, it feels very natural. I think it was a good kind of natural, almost collab between us where we're already, you know, used to, 
photography and mm-hmm. videography and now you're used to like you know having your own yoga practice and so combining those two that and also you know once we were moving into the van and being able to travel to all these cool spots that we could share not only just the experience and the practice in your heart but then also the the natural scenes that we reap and mm-hmm. glean energy from uh, is now can be shared as well on this yes. channel i definitely hope if you take one of my classes on my channel i hope that you can if you want to you can feel like you are where we're filming so moving forward with this channel and way of sharing yoga what are some of your your purpose and intention and also like your why behind Mm -hmm. like doing like you could just maintain a self-practice but Mm -hmm. now you're you know you've developed and progressed enough to where you're you're sharing it and you want this outlet of creating and sharing with people so yeah what are some of your whys and intentions behind it you know i just want to give i want to be able to provide people a space to where they can just connect to themselves connect with their breath connect with their hearts and be able to move from there you know Mm -hmm. and i think at least for me and in my experience, yoga and just the yogic path has been that way for me. And I think a lot of people resonate with that and want to experience that, but don't know where to start. Like, of course, mm-hmm. you don't just come out of the womb <coughs> knowing how to like how to sequence do, a yoga flow, or maybe you do. How to do warrior two. You don't know how to come out of the womb doing that. We need to ask brew. Well, and just learning, you we'll know, see, like, we'll do some brew yoga. Okay. Yeah. Brew. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I got you. Shout out to brew. But also to, you know, just like, um, it can be hard also to, I think, of course there's the physical, the physical aspects, like how to sequence a class and just, so everything flows that just comes with time and learning, but also just having, I think the space is so important. Having a space where, yeah, you can can just slow your mind down. You can connect with your breath. You can connect with your body. And you can connect with your voice and your truth, right? And then you leave your mat being connected to that voice, that truth. And then you go off into the world. And it Mm -hmm. keeps going, right? The practice doesn't end when the video is over and you roll up your mat. It keeps going. And so that's my why and going into it's all everything is to provide a space for that for people to connect with that and the means or like the way that Uh that i feel like called to share is through the practice of yoga wow and honestly i feel like you i mean your why behind it is you embodied honestly though people can't tell people will be watching you through online through a video you know like I see it embodied in you, your Mm -hmm. wife, you are that person that you said behind the intention of what you wanted to do to other people. So I think that's very beautiful. Thank you. And I'm excited for this. Thank you. I'm excited to help be a part of it too. And also get to be a modifier in some of these yoga classes. Yes. So that's super cool. I very much appreciate you sharing your gifts and talents Mm -hmm. with me and on the other side of the camera and on the computer, on the editing end. Um, <laughs> Not a whole lot of editing. I, Just have to edit Kona out when he starts barking at a car that runs <laughs> yes. by. That's about it. Hey, that's something, though. That yes. was. But, no, I appreciate you giving your time and energy to help me uh, as well with, with your gifts. So, 
Yeah. So with this kind of, I mean, you've been putting out videos weekly, mm-hmm. but um, as of the upcoming month, you're also going to be releasing kind of a Patreon, which mm-hmm. is a way for not only people to support you in your yoga, but also to start developing like a real one-on-one, maybe even greater than one-on-one community and connection. Because yes. I think that is, I mean, the beauty of your yoga videos is, you know, how you talked about yoga with Adrian earlier. It's very much you get her her energy and her mm-hmm. vibe from that. And I think your yoga classes, even just editing them, because I haven't done them all yeah. yet, but Wait, reaping... you haven't? No, I'm sorry, okay? I always like them. I upload them and I give them one like, you know, just for the algorithm. Wow. No, <laughs> But, you know, I think it's it's just cool to see, that, you know, how your energy is is transcended through the screen. You break mm-hmm. the fourth wall and you know, <laughs> with with your, your yogic energy and your, your triangle of calmness and level-headedness and listening and acceptance thank you those four things yeah. <laughs> but, you know they, they cross over there so um yeah do you want to talk any more about like what is this kind of this patreon community gonna yeah. be able to provide to you and then also the people and like what it opens up what it can't open up yeah so yeah i guess when this episode comes out on Monday, um, the following Sunday, so almost exactly a week after so this So you can episode, say this next Sunday by the yes, time you're hearing it. Yes. This next Sunday, um, I will be releasing a Patreon for my YouTube channel, um, which is really, really exciting. Um, there's going to be some really cool tier options and, you know, some awesome things that go along with those tier options, but... Um, Really what I'm looking to create here is, I like, yes, the word community. Like, that's a big, that's a big part of the yogic life. That's a big part of just living is community, Uh right? And I think it's just so life-giving and so beneficial to just have, you know, like-minded people who are on, you know, on this path with you, helping each other, picking each other up when we fall down, bouncing ideas off each other, sharing life with each other. Um, So I think having a community of people you know, like that is just really powerful. Um, but I also think it'd be really cool, um, to start working up to like some very individualized one-on-one classes, you know, right now, um, I'm just kind of feeding classes out to the masses, which is awesome and great. Mm -hmm. And I love that, but I also really like the idea of being able to build relationship with people and really create a class specific to you, Caleb. Which, I mean, I've seen you do it before, maybe not like, you know, yet on the YouTube channel, but, you know, you've taken suggestions from even, I mean, you've led in the last few years, you've led yoga classes for us and our traveling Mm -hmm. compadres, Mm -hmm. you know, and where you'll take suggestions on trying to craft the class physically to meet people's needs. But Mm -hmm. then also, you know, you provide that space of acceptance physically and energetically. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think this is going to be a way for you to like hone that in even more. Yes. I would love to be able to provide the space. Yes. For individuals and very specific individual, uh, class, you know, sort of where you could come and say, Hey, it, whether it be something, I love that you said something physical or also something just like mental or emotional, mm-hmm. like, Hey, this is what I'm going through or what I'm feeling today. Can you create a class for me to like help me move through this, whatever it is, right. or, that just like gives me some space to process or move through this or stretch out this hip or whatever it is, you know, um, I would, that's definitely a goal that I have, especially with this Patreon is to start to develop those real one-on-one personalized classes to be able to share with people. Cause I think that's really special yeah. and that, that excites me a lot. 
<laughs> when I think it all, I mean, everything you say about it and your intentions behind it, like, fit also into what you're calling it. Mm. Yes. Which is... It is going to happen. <laughs> you know, yes. the, the branches of what... Yes, so and, as of now, my YouTube channel has been called Yoga with Amy. Great name, nothing against it. I mean, very creative, very, very inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted to get it out there. I did not. I was just like, Yoga with Amy. Hey. Um, but I have sat with a new name a little longer, and I have decided to change the name of my channel, which it will be reflected next Sunday, whoop, whoop. called Flow and Open with Amy. Nice. That's the new name. Yes. Of and my I think, I mean, I think it embraces what you want to provide for people, not only just a, fa a sp physical space mm -hmm. for people to heal and strengthen and explore, mm -hmm. but then also, I mean, you're a very, you've mentioned it in this episode, but in other episodes we've talked about and just in life, you're open, you're accepting, you, you're color of the year is blue for the <laughs> sky because of how open everything is. And the sea. And the sea. Yes. Like, and yeah, yeah, bringing people into that space of where not only, I mean, you said it behind the, when I asked your intentions and purpose about you want people opening up into themselves and mm -hmm. like opening up. And, and so, yeah, I love, I love it. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for I your support, cool. Caleb. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. But yes. And thank you. If you're listening and you have watched one of my videos on YouTube or done one or just do what Caleb does and just like it and then not do it. Hey, hey, I'm getting there. <laughs> I've done one of them like three different times, okay? okay. Which I think is the real beauty. You, you can find, it. I mean, you've been releasing so many different yeah. just kind of overall general flows, some with more specific things, but mm -hmm. a lot of them. And I think what we've done with our yoga practices too, because we've done a lot of different yoga, you know, classes, video classes where you find some that you keep on returning to yeah. again and again. And then you have some that you have, you don't do as often. Mm -hmm. It's fun to explore, but there's always some that you return to. And I've already kind of found one oh, cool. with your channel that I've done multiple times. Thanks. So <laughs> I hope you can find one too. Yes. And yes, if you're listening and you have done a class or supported in any way, thank you so much. Like, I mean, it's just like, I thank you. I'm so full of gratitude for any and all support. And if you've just said, hey, I saw you have a YouTube channel. That's cool. Thank you. That is support. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think it transcends beyond the confines of YouTube and yeah. stuff. And I really think, you know, through your practices, one, I've practiced with you as a modifier. And then even outside the modifier, your energy transcends just the space. Of, Thanks. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for you and for this and Thank for you. us. And I, I know how aligned it's not, almost not a yoga journey anymore, a yoga journey. It is Amy. It is part of Amy Ugh. and not just, you know, all the branches envelop who you are from the physical aspect of how you maintain yourself to the spiritual and mental aspects um, and to the beautiful woman that you, that sits before me. So thank you. I've been very lucky to like witness your life so far and also to, you know, just glean and learn from you and also, you know, sharpen each other at times <laughs> and also just have you on the podcast as a guest thank you for having and doing me this on. podcast together <laughs> <Yes>. oh ho. <laughs> thank you for having me on yes thank you for being on yes. um i guess that's kind of all we have i feel like you know we could ask questions about aruba forever and maybe we'll need to do a follow-up episode will, where yeah. we kind of dive into a lot more details honestly i think i need to get it on on list on the podcast so i can go back and listen to it yeah. and make sure i have the details right from everything you experienced but mm. Oh, I think that's probably good yeah. for today. Thank you, Caleb. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. Um, I hope you guys got to learn a little bit more about our 
our co-host, <laughs> my co-host <laughs> and, and partner, have Amy. Have no fear. There will be a Caleb episode. Oh. If you have questions, go ahead. Send them my I, way. Nothing is off limits I with this would, one. Uh, I would start fearing that episode. <laughs> if I were, not me. I'm not afraid of that episode, but as a listener, I might be afraid what you would hear. <laughs> Don't be. I'm just kidding. I think, I think it might be a little different than this one. We'll see. <laughs> but anyways, thanks, Amy. Thanks for sharing your heart, not just with me every day and to those people around you, but now to this virtual space, which I think is probably the coolest thing about the internet is that you can, you know, you got to whittle through some layers every now and then, but you can share your, your heart and your energy through this way with people that you may not even ever meet Mm -hmm. face to face. It's pretty cool. So yeah, Yeah. it's pretty cool. That can be a cool aspect of it. Anyways, thanks for being on. Thank you for listening and we will see you next time. Peace out. Peace out.